it's really close. Uh, for some reason, I just started feeling nervous. I don't know why. But anyways, um, my name is Minera. It's my pleasure to be here with you this morning. I've been asked to kind of continue our Advent series on the humble king. And today, it's my uh, privilege to talk about joy. Uh, joy, super fun topic. I was, I was told if I don't light one of these candles, I'd be in big trouble. Joy. Ah, my morning is complete. <laughs> joy. So when I got assigned the topic of joy, Daniel Moore, our assistant pastor, turned to me and he said, you know, if you're going to speak on joy, you need to smile the entire time. <laughs> So I practiced all week, and this morning as I was blow-drying my hair, I just stared at the mirror, and I was smiling, and I realized, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> and I think Daniel challenged me with that because he knew that I don't smile very often. Um, it's, it, it's a lot of muscles. <laughs> is it working? Or do I just look creepy? <laughs> kind of creepy. Well, the only time I really smile is when there's like a plate of food in front of me. So I thought, hey, you know, this morning, um, if I'm going to do that, then um, <sighs> you know, it's my favorite. This is my favorite thing. Um, I don't eat a lot of it now because I'm trying to be, you know, health conscious with this little baby. But, you know, joy. And because I'm not selfish in any way, I, I did bring some for you guys, but there's so, there's so many f of you, and there's only a box here. Good thing there's like cupcakes out there. So we're going to separate this out fairly. So whichever section is the loudest gets its first dibs. Ready? One, two, three, shout. Oh, you helped them. One, two, three, shout. One, two, three. I knew this section would win anyways. <laughs> all, like the, all the younger people kind of sit on this side, and they're always hungry. <laughs> Take a bite, pass it down. Sharing's caring, tis the season. And remember, there's cupcakes, so don't worry if you don't get a bite. <sighs> all right. Now I don't even know where, I, where I'm at here. <laughs> That's right. I am here at Oasis Vineyard Church. <sighs> All right, let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you for this morning. I thank you for everyone that is here. God, I pray that we would sense your joy. And this morning as we gather and uh, we just see what you're doing in our lives and, and uh, with all the, the, the stress that may be happening, God, that we can sense your peace and your joy. <coughs> Father, we love you, and, and we pray that um, you would speak to us this morning. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Joy. 
Oh, the other thing I was thinking of, well, if I can't smile the entire time, well, I should just change the topic that I'm talking about. So, you know, maybe instead of talking about joy, I can just talk about um, overcoming the things that drive us crazy. Because that way I can, like, convey all of these emotions up here and it's going to be fine. Um, but that's kind of really what is happening, isn't it? There are these little things in our lives um, that kind of drive us nuts. And it can start very, very early in the morning. Um, I don't know about you, but this used to, like, really make me upset. Um, there is a proper way to put toilet paper into the holder. You got to go over. Yes. And I kid you not, just three days ago, somebody in my house did option number three. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and what's funny is this, this really used to drive me bonkers. Um, but over the years, God has healed me of that. And I, it's true. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it is kind of that season we're getting into, um, hey, nine days. Christmas is coming, nine days. And for some of you, I hope it's just a small handful of you guys um, that, you know, I think hopefully most of us are ready. We've kind of prepared, you know, our tree might be up and things like that. But there is probably a handful of you where this season gives you a lot of anxiety, uh, brings about a lot of stress, unhealthy stress, all these things that you think you need to get done, and it kind of pecks away at the joy that we have or we're supposed to have during this holiday season. And it's, it's always amazing to me that during the time of, you know, it, this is supposed to be the most wonderful time filled with joy, that we can also experience quite the opposite, a lot of stress, um, a lot of angst, um, and, and the things that we're supposed to be having a good time in, for some reason, we're just not. Because there's, there's a list of things that I have to do, I have to do, I have to do. And then before you know it, Christmas is over, and you're like, hmm, that wasn't very fun. And it amazes me that when we have all this joy, that there could be all of this you know, not necessarily, um, well, there's sorrow too, but there's also these little things that drive us crazy. Um, I reminded of a song I heard on the radio a few years ago. It's by um, Francesca Battistelli, and she wrote a song, and at first when I listened to it, I thought, gosh, that's such a silly, silly song. Um, <laughs> But then it kind of grew on me because I realized that, hey, maybe this, this stuff does exist. These little things that drive us crazy. And in her lyrics, she writes, I lost my keys in the great unknown. And call me please because I can't find my phone. Now, anyone have that, those kind of mornings? <laughs> you're, you're trying to get out the door, trying to make it to work on time. You have no idea where your phone is. But then what's worse, you can't find your keys. And all of a sudden, the joy that you had when you woke up, maybe, if you wake up happy, um, 
it, all of a sudden, it, gets, it eats away at you, these little things. She goes on to say, this is the stuff that drives me crazy. This is the stuff that's getting to me lately. And in the l- middle of my little mess, I forget how big I'm blessed. This is the stuff that gets under my skin, but I've got to trust you, God, know exactly what you're doing. It might not be what I would choose, but this is the stuff you use. And it's true. These little things that drive us crazy, that keep coming up, God does use to sometimes transform um, our lives and how we perceive things. And sometimes he just uses it to offer a perspective and what we seek as a priority in our lives. Um, Jacob and I, uh, we've been married a while, and uh, my family, in my family during the holiday season, um, we grew up never really getting into the hype of Christmas. So I think we probably put up a tree maybe twice in my childhood. Um, They always felt like Christmas was about Jesus and all this other stuff was kind of weird. And (laughs) I mean, they didn't hate it. Um, but they wanted us to have a focus on, you know, Jesus' birth and his coming. Um, and when I married Jacob, um, his family was into the traditional Christmas, celebrating all the lights and everything. Um, so when we got married, they bought us a tree. And it's a, it's a very nice tree, and it's pre-lit and everything, super easy to put up. Um, so the first year we put it up, and it was great. Uh, the second year we might have put it up, I can't remember. But by year three to ten, uh, or eight, I don't know how, I don't know, we've been married a long time. Uh, no, there's no tree. Um, and you'd think that would, you know, cause some sadness maybe in our life, but it really didn't. Because our priorities during those years was not about that. Um, we, we like trees, we like celebrating, we like traditions. But if we don't get to it, it didn't bother us. Um, and then this year, we decided to put it up again, and, and um, it's nice having it. So whether or not you're into that stuff or not, I don't think it matters. But when it starts to eat away at your joy, then, then we've got to reevaluate, right? Because what tends to happen is um, when things start to creep in, when you start thinking, well, I'll be happy when. Then we're, gonna, we're starting to think in the same manner as um, what the world has to offer us. It's always this, I'll be happy when I graduate. I'll be happy when I get a new job. I'll be happy when I pass this test. I'll be happy when... My kids grow up. I'll be happy when they stay out of trouble. I'll be happy. And it it goes on and on and on. This happiness. And and the funny thing is once we get what we want, we're happy, but it's only for like five seconds. (laughs) Just five seconds. So wise. You know? And then it's like, what's the next best thing? Where, where, Where is that? And that's how the world operates. That's how the world wants us to think. And that's what marketers and advertisers use to sell their product. 
You're going to be happy when you book this vacation. Look how nice and peaceful they are. They're just so happy. You'll be happy when you get the latest technology because it's going to make your life a lot more convenient. And we buy into these lies constantly, trying to find what makes us happy. And we forget. But as followers of Jesus, is there another way? Before I want to uh, uh, jump into that, I want to do a little exercise. I think it'll be kind of fun. I want you to turn to someone next to you, and I want you to finish that statement. I'll be happy when... I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really want you guys to think, because I think some of you guys are in a little angst, and I think looking at this is going to be a good thing. So I want you to think about it, and then I want you to turn to somebody, and I want you to tell them what it is. Ready? Go ahead. (laughs) Did that come out? Okay. Anything interesting? Daniel wants a hot tub. Daniel's going to be happy when he has a hot tub. Anything else? Yes? I'll be happy when they find a cure for cancer. Happy when they find a cure for cancer. Way back there. I'm not going to repeat that, but. (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Okay, now we're going to try another exercise. And this one's going to make you guys a little more vulnerable. Because those I will be happy when, like if you didn't have anything, like if you're totally happy right now, that's awesome. But if some of you actually really shared your heart, like there's something you're actually really struggling with right now, then we want to pray for you. And we want to do it right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you kind of break into like kind of little group Group, 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 group. Or if you like to just be partners, whatever. If somebody shared something with you, I want to take the next five minutes and just pray over that situation. Can we do that? I know this is going to be a little scary, especially if this is your first time here. This is probably kind of strange. But we do believe in the power of prayer. So we're going to take five minutes here, get into a group or get with somebody, and really just think about what are the struggles that we have currently. We're just going to pray right now for God to break through those situations. Okay? Can you do that? Let's do it. And isn't it great that we could just pray for one another? And whether or not you're on the prayer team or the ministry team, um, God has equipped each of us to pray for each other. And... um, Thanks, guys. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for uh, praying for each other. Um, hopefully, um, 
that will give uh, some of you guys here some peace. Um, well, that was your idea. <laughs> I'll be happy when. That, again, is the trap that we, we tend to fall into. Now, besides those little things, um, there are big things in our life that can cause us a lot of grief and a lot of sorrow. Um, I work at a children's hospital, and it's during the holiday season, especially the winter holidays, where the, um, there is an increase in the number of kids we see with depression, with uh, kind of uh, behavioral issues. It just tends to spike up during the season. And I find that fascinating, that during this time where um, there's so much like supposed happiness that's supposed to be going on, there's so much pain and sorrow that people carry. And the holidays can be a very difficult time for people, especially if you've suffered a loss or there was an experience during this time and you, it kind of just brings it all back up. Um, and I find that uh, it's so interesting. Joy on this side, sorrow on this side. So there's such opposite things, and all of a sudden, they always seem to they clash, especially in the life of a believer. They always seem to kind of just mix right there. And so we're left with joy and sorrow. We're left with this, um, you know, the Bible tells us to be joyful always. But then we have this sorrow that kind of just comes in. And we're supposed to, like, find joy in that. And that seems rather difficult to me. Um, but we're called to not live in this, I'll be happy when, because our joy is not based on just happy, on circumstances that happen. It's not just based on these circumstances. Our joy is based on our relationship with Jesus. This anticipation of knowing that Jesus is coming, that hope is coming, that peace is coming. And many times, when he's here, all those things are here. So when we invite his presence into our lives, that joy, that peace comes too. Um, I'm going to play a video for you. Um, it kind of talks about this joy that a believer ha needs to have. Um, and I think it's a really concise video. It's uh, put out by the Bible Project. And they do a lot of short videos on kind of concepts in the Bible. They also have an app that you can download on your phone. It's a free app called Read Scripture. And so if you're interested in getting through the Bible, but maybe sometimes you don't understand quite the context of the book you're reading, um, they, they create these amazing short videos that kind of capture it all so that when you read the Bible, you can understand it a little more. But they did a word study series, and one of them is on joy, and I think they can talk about it a lot better than I can. So I'm just going to play it for you. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Clear. It's very clear. So as we think about um, Advent and the humble king, um, 
how does humility and joy, how does that kind of play hand in hand? Um, every week we come together and we sing songs. We sing songs of, of praise and songs uh, of joy. And you guys really sing. <laughs> and you guys sing unashamed. And you guys come before the king in humility and you just lift your voices in praise. Um, so humility and joy and singing these songs, it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, there are times uh, in my life where I have, if I'm struggling with something, I find that when I sing, at first it's kind of hard, but as I continue to sing praises to Jesus, my spirit is renewed. You guys ever feel that? I don't know what it is, but for some reason, singing songs of praise kind of takes the focus away from me. Um, but, I mean, we know that the sorrow is there. We know that the troubles are there. We're not just ignoring it. But when we do that, when we start to sing, I begin to realize something. I begin to realize that my God is greater than my problems. I begin to realize that um, what I'm struggling with now, God is there with me, helping me to get through it. And by singing these songs, that's what it reminds us of. And so I would encourage you guys, anytime you're struggling, sing praises. Sing praises to him. Um, I love in the video how he says that this type of joy is, is not just turning our frown upside down. It isn't fake. It's not like we're trying to hide something. But it's actually genuine. We actually have joy in the midst of sorrow. And it's that beautiful picture of you know peace in the midst of a storm. And it's what happens because we're in relationship with Jesus. It's not about the circumstance, it's about where we stand with Christ. And in this anticipation of him, um, it just brings joy. It brings joy. So, um, I kind of want to wrap us up um, a little early, because I know uh, we have some cute kids coming down. They're going to be doing things. So, um, I'm going to have you stand with me, but I'm going to have the ushers come forward. Um, we'll take your Connect cards, um, and we'll collect uh, the offering and the giving. Uh, thank you for your generosity. So go ahead and put your Connect cards and uh, your giving in there. And then if you'd stand with me. All right. So, Father, uh, we come before you this morning, um, and we just want to thank you.
We want to thank you for giving us uh, joy. We know that this world is full of trouble. Um, there's trials, but you've made a way uh, for us to get through all of that. You've given us yourself. And you promise, Lord, that you will be with us through our sorrow so that we can have joy. God, I pray this morning that uh, you would uh, overflow us with your joy. God, that this week um, we would just be so full of your presence, Lord. So full of your presence that others may see. See you in us. And Lord, I pray that uh, you would continue to work uh, behind the scenes, Lord, and, and uh, fix those things that we find ourselves so troubled in. And God, I pray that um, the things that drive us crazy, Lord, that they would no longer drive us crazy. God, we believe that you are a big God bigger than our problems. So we lay them all at your feet. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And I think what's great is that God gives us this joy as a witness to others, doesn't he? Can you imagine Paul being there like a, in prison and he's singing these songs and, and you can just imagine some of his other uh, prisoner mates <laughs> might be looking at him like, this dude is either crazy, he's really crazy, or there were some that's just like, oh my gosh, how do I have, how do I get that kind of joy? And isn't that great that each of you carry that joy? Because you carry Jesus in you. You carry that in you. And so wherever you go, and whatever sorrow or troubles come your way, and you're able to sing praises to Jesus, you are going to be a witness to those around you. What a, what a great gift. Um, so you guys may be seated. Um, I ended a little early, so we'll see if the kids, maybe we should run, somebody can run up and get the kids um, to come down. <laughs> Do- <laughs> Um, And while we're waiting for them, uh, go ahead and just kind of mingle and talk for a little bit while I enjoy my donut. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys.